0: It's Thanksgiving week and that means the Two Dudes and Toons crew is on its way to gorging itself on turkey, stuffing, and of course mashed potatoes. We're also being thankful for all the things and the people in our lives. This week we're taking a break from the festivities to stop and take a look at something other than an album. We're talking about a whole playlist. And while we're at it, by popular request, we're bringing back one of our favorite dudettes, my bride and BFF, Tiffany help as we dive into our wedding reception playlist. This is the wedding reception faux pas list today on two dudes and tunes. Listening to Two Dudes in Tunes, the show where usually two dudes talk about the music that shaped their lives and their personal experience. But this week we're doing it a little bit different. Today I'm joined by my bride, Tiffany. Tiffany, how are you doing? Good looking.
1: Much better. I've spent most of November sick, so I didn't get to come accord with you when we wanted to initially, but I'm feeling much, much better.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to see you uh, feeling uh, much better. Today is uh Wednesday, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. The house smells like, I don't know, Thanksgiving smells. Which uh, is fried
1: turkey for us. Yeah,
0: fried turkey and all this stuff. So uh, I have to know, uh, what are you most thankful for this year?
1: Um, Probably having a happy and healthy toddler. You know, mm-hmm. he's a lot of work, but he's pretty easy. And, yeah. you know, just being thankful for family. All that stuff, all that stuff, you know, happy, healthy baby, happy, healthy dogs, happy, healthy baby and dogs that get along.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, that is a good thing that they get along. Um, I know for me, I'm really thankful for just how much we've been blessed this year, both with like my job and with your ability to kind of go part time at work and being more available with uh, to be with Maverick and hang out with him uh right now he's taking a nap so we're gonna cram this uh this recording in he's supposed to be taking a nap he's supposed to be somebody peeked and he was looking at us so
1: he waved back (laughs) he's quiet so that's that
0: be very quiet
1: (laughs) it was the dogs to entertain him
0: oh yeah i'm sure uh i'm sure they will uh to an extent and we'll try and get this episode done before he gets too loud again um I have to ask you a couple of uh, Thanksgiving-related questions uh, at this point in the show. Uh, Let's talk about what is your favorite Thanksgiving dessert, and be very detailed here.
1: (laughs) I have to pick?
0: Yes, you do. It's like
1: saying you have a favorite child. Um, Honestly, I'm pretty partial to, like, buttermilk pie because I remember, like, my dad's mom and my granny tig which was like my great-grandmother making buttermilk pies um and pecan pies for thanksgiving i'm allergic to nuts so i couldn't eat pecan pie but i remember um the buttermilk pies i don't know i'm i'm really big on sweets mm-hmm. so i i like basically all desserts but yeah definitely buttermilk pie would be my thanksgiving dessert
0: okay and uh, what's the side dish of choice? Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, not the scalloped potatoes. Not-
1: no, which is kind of blasphemy if on my dad's side of the family because, like, scalloped potatoes are the thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I, am, I want the mashed potatoes, bread, and green bean casserole. And that's basically all I eat on Thanksgiving, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, I just walk around with green bean casserole, mashed potatoes, and bread. Okay. Specifically um Aunt Cindy's bread, but you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> she does make very good bread. Uh what is your favorite Thanksgiving memory?
1: Oh, that one's hard. Um let's see. Um, probably watching the dog show. Um uh, my family is they're not just dog people. They are dog people like my grandparents my dad's parents showed chihuahuas which is you know that's the debate whether that's really a dog but they showed chihuahuas um like in the show ring. Mm-hmm. to the point like one of their dogs made it to the nationals and stuff like that so i grew up like we all had to sit there and watch the dog show and you know we were literally critiquing you know helping the judge judge and we all have our favorite breeds that you know we're rooting on, and you know, we're giving each dog a voice based on the personality. All the hound dogs just mm. bouncing around with a quarter of a brain cell, bouncing around, going squall, squall, raccoon, coon, you know. Mm. Um, and of course, the you know the Chihuahua just vibrating as it runs around. But um, and of course, you know my favorite, the German Shepherd, should win like every year. But you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, So th- I guess that, because that was such a big thing for us, is watching the dog show.
0: Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, for me, it was more um, spending time in the kitchen with, you know, either, you know, any of my grandparents who were in there cooking or making, you know, the food. We're, we're generally a late Thanksgiving uh, group. It's probably about 4.30 or 5 I o'clock before stop. we eat. Die every year, but <laughs> but part of that is just the, the time with family, doing the preparations and hanging out and getting to to snack on whatever snacks we've got. And we do watch the dog show. Uh, my family's pretty partial to that, and also the parade beforehand. Uh, that's kind of the kickoff of the Christmas season for my family is seeing Santa at the Macy's parade and saying, "Okay, it's it's here now." <laughs>
1: It's going to be fun with Maverick this year. Get him to watch the parade with us. Mm -hmm. Go like, there's Santa, and he'll go, Uncle Barry.
0: (laughs) Barry has an epic beard this year, so it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. All right, so we're going to play a game that's pretty common in uh, fantasy football circles, it's called Keep Trade Cut. Have you ever heard of this game?
1: Uh, I've heard of a version of this game. but um... so we're
0: going to play the (laughs) family-friendly version, which is Keep Trade Cut i'm gonna name three uh meal or side dishes whatever you want to call them three components of thanksgiving dinner and you have to keep one you have to trade one and you have to cut one so here we go mashed potatoes pumpkin pie green bean casserole
1: this is just blasphemy it really is like you specifically picked these three you just pick on me
0: uh I almost picked bread instead of pumpkin <sighs> pie because I figured you'd storm out of here going, absolutely not. Your terms are non-negotiable. Oh,
1: I would have starved this year. Um, you get to keep one of them. <laughs> I live off that one thing there. Um, obviously, we cut the pie because it's the only thing you can physically cut. Plus, hmm. I only like the inside of it. Like, I even found a recipe that was like supposed to be low carb, but it didn't have the crust. And okay. that was like the best because I really just want the. So pumpkin. you just want like
0: pudding, yeah, like custard.
1: Yeah, I just want custard. <laughs> let's be honest. so I can just walk around, PSL in one hand and that in the other. You know, just live my best life. Um, let's see. We have to keep the potatoes. Potatoes alive and vodka. <laughs> So, um I guess that means I trade the ge- green bean casserole for sweet potato casserole with at least 5 bags of, of marshmallows on them and they have to be toasted. Um no nuts though cuz you know, well potatoes are life, nuts are death.
0: Okay. I think for me I would ooh I would probably keep the pumpkin pie <laughs> cuz <'cause laughs> I actually really like pumpkin pie. And I would trade the mashed potatoes for sweet potatoes, what? and I would cut the green bean casserole. Eh, yeah, I'd drop it pretty quick. Honestly, I'd be what? like, bye.
1: No, it, in the green bean casserole, it has to be like the really. Cheap, oh
0: yeah, no cream of bust. mushroom Campbell's yes. soup and whatever medium cut green beans that have been in the can for fifteen years. French
1: cut has to be like super thin; like you should have like almost no green beans in there.
0: And then a ton of fried onions. Yes, just all the fried onions.
1: Yeah, I had one where it was like homemade; like they got real mushrooms and real onion. Oh my gosh, it was horrible. It was so disappointing.
0: A couple of years ago, I looked at uh, what we spend on our, uh, holiday meals when cooking for our families and, uh, the dish that was the most amazing, like if you're ever like just flat out broke and you're told you have to bring a side dish volunteer for the green bean casserole because you can make enough green bean casserole for about 25 people and it'll cost you like $7 and 15 cents. And that includes the disposable tray that you take it in. So you don't have to do dishes. Uh, <laughs> Any other Thanksgiving questions you want to ask? Um,
1: which dog are you rooting for in the dog show?
0: I'm pretty partial to boxers. Uh, I grew up with boxers. We don't have one currently, but it's in our future. So uh, I'm going to be that way, I think. We know you're partial to the German Shepherd and whatever poodle uh, invariably makes the cut to the, the final round.
1: I don't know. Having a goal to achieve us kind of pushed me over the edge, but we'll see.
0: I'm calling boxer. <laughs> statistically, statistically, the boxer has won more than any other dog breed. Uh, so there mm. you go. Since its inception. Mm. So,
1: Seems sketchy. History's on
0: my side. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, let's get into our wedding playlist faux pas, which is really our reception playlist. So for the audience who doesn't know Tiffany, you and I got married, uh, seven and a half years ago, uh, June 28th, 2014. And you and I, when we got engaged, we decided to put together a Spotify playlist that would be our wedding reception playlist. And there were kind of no rules. We were just putting music on it. And we haven't touched this playlist since our wedding reception, but kind of in the weeks and months leading up to it, we were adding stuff. We were taking things off of it. It was always on when we were in the car, uh, all that kind of jazz. Um, before we talk too much about the playlist, I have a question that I've just been burning on the inside to know and that is um after being married for seven and a half years uh how are we doing on a a scale of uh, one to ten
1: well would you know I have some paperwork i need to be giving you you know this i just thought this would be a good time while we're alone you just need to sign here at the bottom
0: (laughs) my lawyer's been trying to reach you for weeks
1: (laughs) seriously though um a scale of one to ten. Um, I would give us a solid nine and three quarters. There's always we're going f- to
0: Hogwarts?
1: <laughs> There's always room <one laughs> for improvement, But considering we have a, I guess he's considered a toddler now, um, I think we're pretty good, you know. Marrying your BFF makes it pretty easy.
0: Yeah, it does. especially, um, Especially somebody that's just so fun to be around. I love hanging out with you.
1: <laughs> Ditto.
0: So, yeah uh <laughs> all righty then so i guess i have to get serious about this now um like i said we haven't changed the tracks any since 2014 since june 28th 2014
1: you're not gonna give me a score
0: i'm not gonna give you a score of one to ten i'm gonna give you nine and three quarters i agree oh, okay yeah no uh well, i'm on board oh okay. <laughs> so okay i'm along for the ride on this especially if hogwarts is involved <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh,
1: go Hufflepuff.
0: I'm a legit Gryffindor, so.
1: I want to be Ravenclaw, but it keeps telling me I'm Hufflepuff, so whatever. Oh, well. Oh, well. At least you get to play with the pretty magical creatures.
0: Yeah, well, that's more in line with the lady who Mr. Colling should have been a vet. So.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, okay, now we'll talk about the playlist. There we go, okay. We haven't changed it since 2014. It's 84 tracks long it is five hours and 17 minutes of runtime our wedding reception lasted less than three hours yeah so most of this music never saw daylight even playing on random or whatever um, but it's still kind of fun and we had fun making it um, I have prepared a list of my five favorite tracks you have prepared a list of your five favorite tracks uh, and then we've each prepared our lists of five least favorite tracks for the favorite tracks. There's a little bit of overlap for us. And for the least favorite tracks, I tried really hard not to copy your tracks. So I'll be honest. I really struggled with that. There are not really, let's say 10 tracks that I don't like on this, uh, but I do uh, think this conversation is going to be a lot of fun. So I think we should start with favorite tracks because it's more fun to end on a <laughs> what were they thinking kind of, uh, uh, list. So what was your fifth most favorite track on our playlist?
1: Well, I picked five, but I honestly did not rank them. Okay. Um, I guess I should have, that was poor planning on my part, but the, um, in just the random list I put, um, I put, let them talk by Hugh Lloyd.
0: Hmm.
1: um, for those who do not know, this is Doctor House from the TV show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I didn't even know.
0: Or a bit of Fry and Laurie.
1: <laughs> I didn't even know he was a singer till Wood introduced him to me. Um, I guess you would say he's more of a jazz or blues. He's a
0: jazz pianist. Yeah, yeah.
1: But um, this one, I'm pretty sure is on both of our lists because I know you're a really big fan of him um i joke that this is my mic drop song for those who do not know we started dating in september got engaged in february and got married in june so the math there is we from the, our first date to being married is less than a year <laughs> so some people were kind of you know making faces when we got married
0: in all fairness though we had known each other since like october of 2011 and had been, like, hanging out with each other pretty much every day for almost three years. Yeah,
1: we went to nursing school together, so we went through hell together. It's, yeah. It's like. It's the bond you know, that
0: grew there. Right. So. Um, so I
1: joke, this is basically my mic drop song. Um, you know, we'll we'll still together, mic drop, because the song goes into, you know, let them talk, you know, they don't know what we have, blah, 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 you know. It's, yeah. it's just a fun song.
0: Yeah, it's a guy telling his girlfriend or, you know, lady friend that, you know, talk is cheap and people can talk all they want. We know what we have and, um, you know, just walk above it all. And it's a great song. Um, He's a phenomenal musician and has just a ridiculous amount of talent. Uh, Back in the 80s when he was on A Bit of Fry and Lori, which was a sketch comedy show. He would play piano and improvise songs and do all sorts of crazy stuff. And to see him performing this, he recorded the entire album live with a band in New Orleans. And it's just a fabulous album. Two tracks from that album made our list. And I'll go ahead, since we're doing these out of order, I will say it's fine. I don't (laughs) care, really. Um, I will say that that track and the other track of his Kiss of Fire, uh, which is another really passionate song. And Chris and I on this podcast have talked about Kiss of Fire before because Kiss of Fire is a duet between him and a lady who's singing in Spanish because uh, when Fry was asked to, uh, sorry, not Fry, when Hugh Laurie was asked uh, to sing the song, he couldn't do a convincing Spanish accent and he <laughs> refused to do a bad accent and it turned into a really great song because of that. So uh, let them talk and kiss a fire. are both on my list
1: yeah i didn't pick that song just because i was too lazy to look up the um translation of the spanish i didn't know she was she telling him She sings
0: the exact same thing he does she I parrots figured, it back at him.
1: but you know she could be telling him to go jump off a bridge well i know uh, my uh, spanish yeah. is really bad <laughs> i I speak medical spanish you know delor?
0: <laughs> <Tango delor?
1: Bebe? laughs> Leche?
0: Anyway. nice well what is the next one on your favorites list?
1: Keith uh, um Keith Urban's version of Cop Car. Okay. Um no cops were involved in our dating or married relationship. This
0: is Except more Except for my brother.
1: Well, you know, he doesn't count. He wasn't a was he cop at this point when yeah. we got married? Yeah. Was, oh yeah. He was a
0: sheriff's deputy when we oh, got married.
1: Yeah, he was. Okay. Um this but this became one of our songs while we were dating engaged and stuff like that. Um, probably because we were in a change of attitude towards life when we started dating. You had just left the nursing program, and I was in the final quarter semester of my program. So um, we had both been pretty serious during the beginning of our college careers. You Mm -hmm. were Mr. I'm not going to date till I'm a junior in college. It's a pretty spot
0: on impersonation of me, guys. It is. (laughs) It
1: really is. And I had just been really focused on getting to school and graduating. And if I wasn't in class, I was studying. Like, I legit read all of my textbooks. I did work at a liquor store, but it was my aunt and uncle owned it. And so, honestly, I just sat there, unloaded the truck, and just did homework while I was working. Um, I, I was still walking, but you know what I mean? It was pretty late. I was just totally focused on school. And by the time I had hit that last quarter, when we started dating, Um, I was just over it. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, when I should have been staying for my NCLEX, which is this national test to become a registered nurse, it's very difficult, people lose their minds over it. Um, Instead, we, me and you went on a hunt, a city-wide hunt, twinkies because i never had a twinkie and was this when they were gonna stop making it was when
0: they just come back after being gone for like two years yeah
1: and um, we went
0: to like probably 10 different like walmarts and convenience stores and hebs like it was nuts how many places we had to go and it was funny because we'd go walking into these places to like the aisle where all that junk food is and there would be like paper printouts that said, you know, limit one per customer or whatever, and it would all be gone because people were losing their minds over Twinkies. And I was so upset that you had never had a Twinkie before in your life. Let me ask you, do you remember your impression of a Twinkie when we finally found one and we were eating one in my Volkswagen Beetle? I
1: remember I don't like it. That's about it.
0: Yeah. You remember saying this is absolutely disgusting. And you will never eat another one of these again.
1: <laughs> that sounds about right. They are pretty I don't like it. Um for anyone who's worried, I passed my NCLEX a minimum amount of questions. Um, which means I basically got them all right. And I still managed to graduate with honor. So even though the last quarter I was just over it, I still was okay. But um for anyone who has not heard the song, Basically starts out, they sneak out to watch airplanes take off and they get arrested. Yeah, they're going
0: to watch airplanes take off. Uh Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Whatever. Um, They get arrested and the girls, you know. She
0: gets arrested first.
1: Yeah, because she was smarting off to the cop. Um, And he, he gets arrested with her and he falls in love with her basically in the back of a cop car. He was, you know, he talks about her going, oh, wild child and this, that and the other. And. My version of going wild child was not studying and going hunting for trinkies. but you know, to each (laughs) zone.
0: Yeah. It's a pretty great song. And, uh, it did kind of, uh, encapsulate where we were at that point in our relationship. Uh, I still kind of enjoy it when I hear it on the radio every now and then I think, so there's a lot of crossover at this point, kind of on our list too. Um, I'm going to say the next one on my list that I want to talk about is uh, Sister Hazel's Lessons in Love, Hope and Faith Part Two, which is a song that I don't think has much meaning to you at all, but it's one that is constantly in my mind. It was something that I listened to a bunch when we were dating and uh, Sister Hazel is a phenomenal band, so. Uh, of the 84 tracks here, when I was looking for some, like, deep cuts of what do I really, really like on this list that maybe won't be on yours, this one comes up uh, pretty much all the time for me. Um, just a great band, and a real shame that they didn't do a whole lot more than they ended up doing. Uh, what's the next one on your list?
1: Beauty and the Beast, um, the co- the original cartoon Disney version of the song, Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, No shame on Emma Watson, but, you know, at this point, that movie hadn't come out yet. Um, So anyone who is not aware, we did have a Beauty and the Beast-themed wedding, so this one had to be on the list. Um, For some Two Dudes in Tunes trivia, Chris was actually a groomsman in our wedding, and this was actually when I got to meet the mystical Chris.
0: Yeah, for the very first time. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I think I met him actually at the rehearsal.
0: Mm, They came into town that day, so yeah, something like that. It was pretty close.
1: Yeah. um, The reason we had um, a Beauty and a Beast-themed wedding um, was if I was left to my own devices, everything would have either been neon or pink. So, Chris, you can thank me. You were not in a giant bubblegum. I'm not sure the yellow was any better, but, um, for anyone, I I did yellow vest and blue ties, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, None of the guys were vaulted, so it's okay. Um, so basically I needed a theme to control me. So it just didn't look like bubble gum exploded everywhere. While While we were in school together, someone had started saying we were like Belle and Beast, um. Basically, I was always reading my textbooks, and Wood was kind of, well, he was walking night shift, so he was kind of grumpy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was, you know, I could totally see him, if anyone's seen the cartoon, where he turns and goes, but stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see him doing that. <laughs> so everyone, they were joking, we were um, Belle and the Beast, so. That's kind of where that originated. Plus, I do like the movie. I know it has a little bit of
0: woke Mm -hmm.
1: stigma, you know. Yeah,
0: we don't care about that on this show too much. We talk about stuff for being good just based on what its quality is. Um, I will say you have been consistent throughout our entire relationship. So, uh, Belle is definitely Tiffany's version of the Disney princess. And I'm looking at her phone case right now. And it is a Beauty and the Beast phone case. So. Seven and a half years later, not much has changed on that front. I'm committed. Um, you're committed, exactly. And it is a great the the I love the music for the Beauty and the Beast musical. I love the music in the Disney movies, both of them. Um I would say uh you, you have good taste on that front. Uh, and holy cow, the cast in both of those movies is phenomenal. So uh
1: The New Beast. Anyone who's not seen the live action New Beauty and the Beast, you need to just watch it for the beast like when he turns back human, you will thank me, ladies. That's all I gotta say. Mm.
0: Mm. <laughs> I know played by Wood Johnson <laughs> <laughs> thank you for uh for that affirmation <laughs> sure go ahead, speak your truth. <laughs> but- uh, okay. So let's talk about the next one on my favorite list, which is also on your list. So, uh, we're going to finish this out with both of us having favorites on the list. Um, let's talk about walking her home by Mark Schultz.
1: Oh, that was on your list too. Mm-hmm. So this is not a traditional reception song, but it's a beautiful song about a lifelong love. um, mm-hmm. The second verse is a little bit off for us because I gave birth to my twin. He doesn't look like you, but it's something I've been blessed to see working as an L&D nurse um, for the last eight years. Um, And the third verse always makes me to it. For anyone who has not heard the song, it starts out with this guy is 18 years old. This guy's going to go pick up this girl. Um, He talks about he's walking her home, holding her hand. You know,
0: taking care of her.
1: Yeah, and the last verse, the one that always makes you tear up, is the beginning of the verse. You know, the nurse is like, "Should we tell him she's not going to make it through the night?" And that night, when the nurse rounds on them, um he's like, lay- "He's laying by her side, and he's walking her home." You know, mm-hmm. one last time, and how he, how she still takes his breath away, and just for a while, they were still eighteen, and she was still more beautiful than anything. Um, it's just, it's just a really, really sweet song.
0: Yeah. I think that it's a f- fabulous song, just both for the message of the song about being committed for life to somebody and going through, you know, the various trials and tribulations that you're going to come against and then still being committed and being in a caring relationship. Cause it's not just, well, we've been doing this for forever, so we might as well keep doing it, but it's actually something that they still you know feel and live every day uh passionately. Mark Schultz's voice is amazing, uh and the piano in this track is amazing. It really is one of those very emotionally moving tracks, so it did make my list. it made your list. it deserves to be on that list so um I believe uh, we've got a couple more left. You've got one more I one and I've got more. two more. Yeah. So what is your last one?
1: Um, Mine is the Mona Lisa by Brad Paisley.
0: Also on my list.
1: <laughs> we walked out to this song, so it had to be on here. I'm starting to think I totally messed up on the reception song theme because most of these were actually in our wedding, but I'm committed, so here we go. Um, This was one of our songs back at the the time we were getting married
0: um this was a deep cut off of a brad paisley album it was not a single
1: yeah it
0: really wasn't even on the radio i think we were listening to it on spotify and, and it found just, it, and, yeah. it stuck.
1: and it's the song is basically you know how he doesn't mind being the fame to her to her you know he's she's the mona lisa and he's he's just he doesn't mind being the frame, you know,
0: the frame that gets to hold the Mona Lisa. Yeah. The
1: frame that gets to hold the Mona Lisa. Um, Back then, this is when I was a brand new RN and you were walking that pole for the money, but um,
0: (laughs) the telephone pole, ladies and gentlemen,
1: (laughs) (laughs) but um, it was, it's just a really sweet song.
0: Yeah. Um, This is one of those songs that uh, I really like. It's, Brad Paisley, he's a phenomenal guitarist. He's got a couple of great guitar solos. The lyrics are a lot of fun. It is the perfect song to do a wedding recession as far as getting out and going to your reception. So it is what we walked out to after they announced us as Mr. and Mrs. Johnson. Um, this is also one of those tracks that has been the source of some strife. Uh, in your heart towards Brad Paisley. We've been to see Brad Paisley twice uh, at the San Antonio Rodeo. And one of those was the year he was touring this album.
1: And we had really good seats. Yeah,
0: we were. I could
1: have touched him when he did this little (laughs) drive by on
0: his truck. We were gifted seats uh, from a very, very dear friend that were on the second row right at the, the railing for the rodeo pin. And, uh, it was, it was amazing. Probably the best seats for a show we have ever had.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And, um, yeah, he, uh, he performed for like two and a half hours and he played like the intro to this song. And then it changed to some other one of his tunes from like a prior album. Uh, and you were furious i
1: was i was so mad i wanted him to play our song
0: <laughs> so she still kind of holds that against him every time she sees him like uh, i
1: refused to go to the bathroom the whole time i'm just like staring at him like telepathy like come <laughs> on you know i should have made a giant sign and just jumped up and down and screamed <laughs> <in> it. <laughs> play
0: Mona Lisa. but it is a very great song and um I, I think that it definitely deserves to be on the list. And then we're gonna do my last track um, on the favorite list before we move on to talking about our least favorites and we can make fun of me ad nauseum because I think most of them are from me. Um, my, probably, it may still be my favorite song uh, about you and then our relationship is One Direction's One Thing. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's just it's one of those tracks that it was way overplayed uh, in 2012 and 13 and 14. But it's the track that's uh, when I think back to our early relationship and when we were first starting dating and getting into that, um, it was kind of the track that grounded me into. Oh, yeah, no, she's definitely got that one thing. and. Uh, we played this track. I know for sure in the reception because it was a moment of laughter for my family. Um, Isn't
1: this what the groomsmen walked into? No,
0: no, they walked into Billy Joel's Lullaby. I
1: think
0: classical piano.
1: There was there was a One Direction song actually played in our wedding.
0: It was played while people were sitting. Yeah, but not. Yeah. Okay. And it was instrumental. It was just, Oh yeah. The
1: piano guys version.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but the actual song song, the actual one direction song, uh, is one that really, uh, still means a lot to me. And at the time of our wedding, the one direction version of the song wasn't on Spotify. So this playlist has some offshoot brand, like boy band, one direction impersonator Mm -hmm. on it. It's really funny because it's, not good um, but but it is there, so that was uh both of our top five favorite tracks. It's kind of cool that we still have some crossover um, uh, let's talk about least favorite tracks dun, dun, dun. <laughs> all right, uh Tiffany, so. With every playlist, especially with 85 tracks, there's going to be some winners and some losers. Uh, I'm interested to hear what your, you know, first, the first track that comes to mind when you think least favorite tracks. And uh, we'll just kind of start spitballing on this. Well,
1: once again, I did not rank these, but. um,
0: That's why I said first one that comes to mind.
1: Good Hearted Woman by Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson. (laughs) i love willie jillings and i love willie nelson um but i hate to break it to you you aren't a good timing man um playing a song about how the guy is gonna mistreat the girl at the wedding is just weird so it's on my least favorite because um, yes. let's be honest i would not be the type to put up with that either <laughs> i'd be
0: like bye yeah no thanks I'll take half your stuff.
1: Uh, half your stuff. I'll, I'll take the half that you actually want. <laughs> the guns. Uh, it's for your son. <laughs> now, you have to pay child support on the dogs. Let's be, you know. Um.
0: So a uh, little bit of background about me. I did probably 250, maybe 300 weddings, either as a like live sound technician or as a photographer. Uh, In the years leading up to Tiffany and I getting married, it's basically how I paid my way through school. Uh, And this track is on a lot of reception playlists, along with a whole bunch of much worse stuff. Uh, I was really happy to see.
1: People don't listen to lyrics.
0: No, they don't. They're, They're there to dance. And the lyrics that they all are interested in are like getting all the single ladies to line up over there and, you know, whatever. Uh, and you and I have been to a couple of weddings here recently where we've kept track of like how many songs we would not like let our children listen to, let alone play at a wedding reception. And they far outnumber the, the tracks that would be like good.
1: Oh, uh, well, I, I really am. I can't talk because every time Maverick takes his clothes off, I sing it's hot in here, but, um, uh, yeah, that's his new trick is taking his clothes off, but <laughs>
0: So yeah, I get that it's probably not a great uh, track for uh, the playlist, uh, but it is a fun song. It
1: is. I love, you know, I love the, I love Wayland and Willie and it is a good song, but just not for Wedding.
0: There you go. Uh, So picking one off of my least favorite list, I'm going to start with just a very broad category of songs that unfortunately there are probably seven or eight of on our playlist. Uh -uh. And that is generic, crappy instrumental versions of popular songs that were not available on Spotify at the time of our wedding. Oh yeah. It was a lot of those. Um, you know, there's a couple of like Imagine Dragon songs that are there. There's a couple of uh remakes of stuff from like the 50s and 60s, and it's just not good. The songs in their original context are great but we were trying to do this on a budget. So we weren't buying tracks to put on a playlist. We were just adding stuff from Spotify. I will defend
1: the piano guys. So instrumental
0: versions were really good. They're not in the generic crappy uh, context. I'm talking about the, uh, I don't know, the weird uh, Eric Clapton remake that's on here. The, uh, there's a couple of Don Williams tunes that are covers by somebody else. I mean, it's just, what it is Mm. i guess at this point in time but that's my like generic like don't do it guys these aren't as good as you think they are in the moment uh what's the next one on your list
1: um alive by natalie grant you must have put the song on here Mm -hmm. i don't i just don't get how it's a wedding song it's a good song i just don't get how it's a wedding song
0: that's a song um it's not a wedding song i think at some point you and i had talked about needing to put a little bit more like religious music on the playlist or something. Cause there are a couple of tracks on here that it's like, mm. and I don't remember adding them to the lists without like you're okay. Like, okay. Yeah. That one will work yeah, or whatever. Usually, I, don't...
1: I, I just go, okay. Okay. and let you run around and do what you're going to do.
0: <laughs> That's not true folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So Natalie grants alive is a, an interesting track. That's one that when I worked for the church beforehand, I'd actually worked with Natalie Grant's production company on creating a music video for that based on some footage from a Jesus movie that never came out uh, for like B roll and stuff. And it's one that I always kind of liked. So I know I was the one who probably recommended it. Uh, but yeah, it's not it's not a wedding song at all. So I can, I can take the heat on that one. <laughs> uh, uh, for me, I think my next least favorite song that I want to talk about is also on your list. And it's a Don Williams song. So
1: <laughs> I know that, <laughs> uh,
0: some broken hearts never mend. And I remember distinctly, why it got added to the list so why don't you tell me why it's terrible i'll tell you why it's not as terrible as you think it is and then i'll agree with you that it's terrible
1: i just want to know what you were trying to tell me by putting this on the playlist i know you did it because i shouldn't but whose face are you seeing what's her name (laughs) you know it's it's for anyone who has not heard the song it's just he's from his heart some broken hearts never mend, you know, his heart will never mend. He still sees her face, blah, blah. I'm like, who is she? Mm. <laughs> mm.
0: It's a song about a guy who's still committed to uh, his, you know, his past love. Uh, Why? You, you and I, <laughs> you and I have talked about, uh, Oh, shoot. I'm drawing a blank on the name of this song. Hmm. Uh, Wreath Upon the Door.
1: Oh, Uh, um, that's... um, He Stopped Loving Her Today. He Stopped Loving
0: Her Today. That's
1: in our last podcast. It was
0: on our last podcast, and we thought about that one, too.
1: We did. That's just because you didn't know what the song was about.
0: Well, uh, well, yes, but no. Uh, (laughs) But yes. And also, you stole it from me, but whatever. That was... Our our most recent marital fight was over this podcast, folks, Mm. and it was me stealing one from from her list. No, so I distinctly remember why this track got added. Uh, Don Williams is probably the most overrepresented artist on our playlist. Uh, 84 tracks, 85 tracks, and he makes six of them. Plus, there's two covers of his songs by other people, so... A total of eight tracks that are Don Williams or Don Williams adjacent. I believe, honestly, this track was added in error. It better been. It was added two days before our wedding, with a host of other. Oh, you thinking about
1: two days before our wedding?
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) It was added two days before our wedding, and I guarantee you that was at the point where we were worried about not having enough music on the list and so we were doing the whole if you like this you'll probably like this where it was recommending tracks Mm. and there were a few tracks on the list that it's like "Mm, yeah this was definitely added in that last push and uh if it had had the time for us to like think through it and go through it we probably would have both woken up and been like what the heck (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) sketch so yeah no uh what's the next one on your list
1: my next one is another religious song which um do you just not like jesus anymore jesus bled all (laughs) over that carpet that we got married on so yeah we didn't we didn't need no more religious in there because jesus bled all over that red carpet um i picked i can only imagine by Mustumi. um I'm sorry, this song just makes me think of funerals. Every single <laughs> funeral you go to, they play, I can only imagine. And I love this song. I've seen them live. I've seen them perform this live. Um, but it's a funeral song. I'm sorry, it's not a wedding song.
0: But So to go back to the comment about seeing them play it live, my favorite thing was at the San Antonio Rodeo where they performed uh, and we went and saw them the stage rotates 360 degrees and um they made the the stadium engineers stop the stage because uh the band kept forgetting the words to songs uh because they were distracted by the fact they were constantly moving uh that is a funeral song um it's also one of those songs that i think of most often as like a it's a sweet contemplative type thing. Like you sit down and you wonder what is What are things going to be like next? Where, where, what is it like after all of this? And so there's something about it that is deeply like philosophically and emotionally moving to me. Uh, I know I put it on the list, so don't be smug over there and don't roll your eyes at me, (laughs) Um, but uh, it does not fit a wedding reception uh, list. And I can't defend this one the way I did with, uh, Don Williams just a second ago, because this was one of the first songs put on the list according to the dates. <laughs> so <laughs> it had a lot of time to marinate and germinate and, uh, it stayed, uh, uh for me, the next one I'm going to pick, uh, is Dido's here with me. It's all about going down with a sinking ship and making sure that you're with uh, the person you're committed to. It's another one of those like it's the end of an apocalyptic movie. This ends. At, this belongs on like the end of a Walking Dead episode where everyone ends up dead. It's not it's not wedding reception material <laughs> uh, at all. Uh, it's a cool song, but uh, I don't know what we were thinking when that made it through the cut no comment oh once again you put that one on there no deny deny (laughs) what's next on your list
1: my next one is san antonio stroll by tanya tucker how Um, can you
0: hate this song hold up this is a fabulous song this even even just wipe away the connotation like (laughs) nobody needs to know what a san antonio stroll is
1: I just—I know I'm just being a hater, and um, I just don't like this song. Even though to out myself as a true homeschool kid, I did grow up square dancing. And so when they're talking about mm-hmm. dan- doing like, the San Antonio mm-hmm, stroll, I'm like, okay. So, you know, yes, I just outed myself as a true homeschool kid. But, uh, yeah, I just, maybe that's why I don't like it. Maybe I've been just burned out on it, dancing to it, like, five million gazillion times growing up.
0: It's a phenomenal song and I heartily disagree with you.
1: And honestly maybe because it's actually a slow song and I always like to dance fast. So there you go.
0: Yeah. Well, it doesn't belong on a worst of list. It's actually a very wedding appropriate song. So whatever. you can't even hate it for that. It's just a personal prejudice against Tanya Tucker and whatever the funky oboe thing is that they play <laughs> in the middle of the uh, the verses for the bridges. Uh so for me uh, as I look at my list, you're not going to like this one.
1: Oh,
0: Lee Bryce's I Don't Dance. You don't dance. I hate this song with The Passion of a Thousand Burning Suns. Why well, did you put it on our list?
1: Because you don't <laughs> dance.
0: <laughs> um, I do, too. I just don't dance with people. I don't dance well. Let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Just the idea of, like, He doesn't dance, but he'll dance with her. I was like, oh, maybe he'll dance with me. No, no, he doesn't.
0: But we have danced together before. And then you get frustrated because I don't know any steps and you go dance with somebody else. Dad? (laughs) Um,
1: No, I can probably count on one hand the times we dance. But no, I just, it just was a, I just like the song. Yeah. It's,
0: it really is not as bad as I make it out to be, but it is one of those songs that, It just doesn't work for me. So uh and I just don't really like Lee Bryce. I guess that's what it comes down to. You don't want to dance. That's
1: what it comes down to. Not even with me.
0: It wasn't Lee Bryce, but who was the who was the book, the audio book you were listening to that was narrated by the the wife of the guy. Oh Thomas
1: Wett. And she
0: calls him T R.
1: Yeah, Thomas Wett.
0: Yeah. So I like Thomas Rhett. I don't like Lee Bryce. Yeah.
1: If if he had been more popular than he a bunch of his songs would have been on here.
0: So tell me, what is your? I think you're down to your last.
1: Well, that, my last one was Some Broken Haunts of Oh. <laughs> we
0: oh, already okay. talked about that one. And uh, and we talked about that one because it was on my list. Then I get to do my least favorite. And this is by far and away my least favorite song. Dun, dun, dun. And it's on our playlist twice. Uh, once as a crappy generic instrumental version, and once as the original song. That's Shania Twain's You're Still the One. <laughs> It's everything that's wrong with 1990s country. Uh, it's sickly sweet. It's arguably poorly mastered and mixed. And uh, just, it's a song that has not aged well at all. <laughs> and it was on the radio like every five minutes for 10 years. So it, it, it is the house that built Shania Twain. Uh, and just not not a good song.
1: I'll, I'll buy it. I'll take it.
0: <laughs> oh, very cool well we have made it through both of our lists um you have anything you want to add about the uh, the playlist in general um, have you enjoyed re-listening to it for the first time in a little while
1: i'll be honest i just kind of pick and choose what songs to listen to i have no attention span but it was kind of fun to listen to it with maverick and you know be like oh we were such little babies and now we have a baby
0: are there any uh any tracks on the list that uh you wish you had mentioned? Uh anything that kind of stands out to you as interesting or fun? Um One thing I will say is I really like how diverse the track list is on this playlist. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got everything from Don Williams and Brad Paisley, like we've talked about, to Kings of Leon, Bruno Mars, Maroon 5, uh You've got some Christina Aguilera on here, Ray LaMontagne, uh, Eric Clapton, uh, Elton John, Jason Reeves. T-Swift makes an appearance on the list as well. I mean, there's some great music on here. Uh, we will be putting this playlist in the show notes for the show, just in case anybody's interested in listening to it.
1: Uh, oh, I do have a, a song that I it deserves some mention. Oh, yeah? Yes, yes. Now I'm
0: nervous because it's not in the show notes. <laughs>
1: um by Highland Rain. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you swallow that before I say I'm
0: ready. Let's do um
1: this. the Scotsman's Kilt. For anyone who um is curious, would wore a kilt mm-hmm. for a wedding. Um, and a red
0: bow tie to Tiffany Chagrin.
1: I know that was not what we had agreed on, but whatever.
0: It's the rose, it's the beast rose.
1: Everyone else is wearing blue and yellow. You're supposed to coordinate. (laughs) Um, But the Scotsman's kilt, which is just a fun little song about a guy drunkenly passing out and the girls being like, I wonder if it's true what they say. Do they not wear anything underneath their kilt? And they take a peek and the girl leaves her her blue ribbon from her hair tied in a bow. And the guy wakes up, you know, drunkenly wanders off and goes, "I don't know where you've been, but I see you won fuss prize. Yeah, it's just a fun little
0: short song. It's just, it's a uh, it's a classic Scottish like drinking tune, and uh, it is a lot of fun. So
1: that would be my my honorable mention.
0: There's just a that's a great one. Um, I think if I have to pick an honorable mention, it's gonna be any of the half dozen or so billy joel songs that made this list um we've talked about him on this podcast before he is uh, a phenomenal musician and uh uh it sounds like a backhanded compliment but she's always a woman to me is tiffany Uh, i
1: still don't get it but whatever
0: (laughs) hey you're 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 perfect for me that's what matters uh, why did Mama's song make the list? That was one thing that I've always kind of wondered. It's a Carrie Underwood song, and you put it on this list, and it's.
1: um. Well, hold on. Let me think. Um, well, It's talking about the girl, you know, get it going off and getting married, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like she's talking to her mom, and that's why I put it on there. It's just, you know, how he, you know. She knows he'll treat her right. And this, you know, don't worry about me, mom, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't listened to that song in forever, but I think that's why I put it on. It was just the, the daughter talking to her mom, like, right before she gets married.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one that I don't, I don't know. It's a good song, but it's one of those, like, okay, cool. <laughs>
1: um. You know, because it, it talks about, you know, I think about the two most important pe- putting people in my life, my mother and my husband, um, stuff like that. But anyway, that's just why I put it on there.
0: Very cool. Well, I think we've just about done it here. Um, uh, unless you have anything else you want to add. I've had a great time hanging out with you for uh, this Thanksgiving. And can we pre-show. do it again?
1: I want to take over again. This is fun. <laughs>
0: We got to figure out something for you and I to do uh, a little bit more often.
1: I want to see the numbers. I want to see if I can get as many listens as you guys do.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, this, this is the only episode you'll share with your family. You'll be like, see, see, see <laughs> see. what does Pump those numbers up? Refresh, refresh.
1: <laughs> now forget that. I'm going to take it to work and I'm going to have like all my patients listen to it. All my coworkers. <laughs>
0: That's great. Well, at this point in the show, we would usually consult the Oracle to find out what's happening next week. There's no cookie? There's no cookies <gasps> this week. There's no there's no spoon bending. There's no number generator, nothing, none of that. Um, Chris and I have been working on a Christmas themed series of episodes that'll allow us to spend a little bit more time with our families this holiday season. And so we've been producing that for the last couple of months, getting the episodes ready to go. Uh, And instead of reviewing individual albums, we're doing playlists kind of like this where we're talking about favorite tracks for Christmas and favorite soundtracks for movies and least favorite Christmas
1: Christmas music.
0: It has been a joy to Tiffany's soul that uh, we started producing that series in August. So I have been listening to Christmas music, my least favorite genre of music, uh, since about August 14th. So Christmas is about to explode in our ears. Uh, We are excited, though, to share that series with you guys uh, here in the near future, starting next Wednesday, uh, when Chris uh, joins me back on the mic and we start talking about all the great music that has come out uh, for Christmas. uh, When we talk about secular Christmas music, Tiffany, Hmm. thank you for being here on the show this week. Uh, I always enjoy when we get to do this together. It has been a lot of fun, folks, audience. Thank you so much for listening uh, this week. We hope you've been enjoying our show. Please rate and review it. Let us know what you think. We will read your comments on the air. If you want to get in touch with us, shoot us an email at two dudes and tunes at gmail.com. And don't forget to like and subscribe on Facebook or Instagram and interact with us. Tell us what you thought about our wedding playlist faux pas. And don't forget to tune in next week when Chris rejoins the show and we get into the holiday spirit in the first episode of our holiday themed series. We will see you next week.